Podcast. I'm your humble co-host, Ween. And I'm Ray. What up, Ray? <gasps> Not much. <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's light outside. I know. It's Monday. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Nothing of the manic Monday. Whoa, whoa. Oh, wish it was Sunday. That's <laughs> my fun day. Whose fun day is Sunday? Bullshit on that. No, we're all sitting going, fuck, it's tomorrow. It's the day of rest, Ray. It's the day of, oh, fuck, I can go back to work tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And well, it's usually our record day. But... <laughs> yeah, so it is a fun <laughs> day for us. Sorry, actually. guys. Yeah. Yeah, it actually is a fun day. But um, I need I needed a minute. So yeah, <laughs> sorry yeah. about it. No, no, it's cool. It's a day late. It's cool. Um, we did, uh, okay, so first, Ween. Ray. What tickled your pickle this week? I don't know. I don't really have. Oh, you know what? You know what? I thought it was going to be a group tick pickle tickle. Oh, was it? A joint. Yeah. Is it going to be the same as mine? Probably. Watching Get Out with you? Well, that. Well, that. <laughs> oh. We also did something else together this week. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> I was literally just talking to you about it. I have the worst short-term memory known Well, then to I'll man. go first. So my pickle pickle <laughs> is we interviewed Ryan Francis. Yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> I have the worst short-term memory on the planet. We were literally just we talking just about it. We were just talking about it. Before I hit the record button. Like, what? So why didn't I let you take over? Oh, my God. <laughs> We interviewed Ryan Francis, uh, who played uh, Darren from Thanksgiving. Yeah. Holy shit. That was so much fucking fun. Nicest guy Oh my gosh. So nice. Funny, nice. Yeah. Just... Really, really a great guy. Yeah. Um, we... we need to find the name of his core, nerdcore group so we can... Oh, it's oh, huge, huge. Huge, huge. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, huge, huge as in Eugene, yeah. but cut short, huge, huge, huge. Yep, that's his nerdcore. Hand- you can find hand- him on Instagram, uh-huh. Twitter probably. Yeah. We don't use Twitter as much, so no. I need to find him and I'll friend him on Twitter. But yeah, we are friends on the Insta, but he's amazing. And friends for life. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Darren, you're I never going to get out of your life now. Friends for Be life. Care- it's like that Goose One book. Be careful what you wish for, buddy. <laughs> Which we were talking about. We we're getting some buddy bands time. for him. We, we're going to get him a buddy band. Yes. <laughs> we did about uh, hour lo- an hour-long yeah. interview on, uh, what night was that? Thursday. Friday? Thursday. Thursday. And we just posted it to YouTube. Six views already, guys. Woo! <laughs> it's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, super nice guy. We have a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. He did. Which um, I was ultra curious about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a mic drop moment where he blew us both he, out of the water. He literally picked up a microphone and dropped it in yeah. front of our faces. Yeah. <laughs> right up on us. Right up on us. Um, yeah, he's just a super awesome guy. So um, go to our right now, our YouTube is it's up there, but we're also going to post it onto our regular feed of yeah. just the audio. Yeah. Yeah, so. Awesome. So thank you, Ryan. Woo, thanks, huge, huge. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I didn't mean to, if that was not, you could go back to no, your regular my- scheduled programming. <laughs> my tickle pickle was that on Friday night, we watched, or Saturday night, we, we watched Get Out together. We watched it together. We watched, it, that was watched, so fun. Actually, it, like, was, it fun. was more like, I paid more attention. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, watching a movie with me is almost torturous sometimes. I'm, I I fear for the other party. Why? Because I pause it constantly. Oh, no. So I, mean, I can I'm the take same notes. Way. Well, yeah. For this, makes sense. Like, I yeah. mean, if you're just sitting and watching it at right. home, like, just for your own yeah. general amusement. But I miss watching horror movies with somebody else, you know? Like, yeah. I like doing that. It's not as fun when something happens. You're like, holy fucking shit, by Oh, yourself. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or it's <laughs> what my neighbors was think when I go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although there wasn't a lot of that. I, well, no. no, no. I did look over at you one point during Get Out and you had your hand on your mouth and you just had gone, <gasps> <laughs> and I knew, I knew it was when all those pieces came together. <laughs> you could see the wheel turning. I in could, my head. <laughs> I could, because I'd seen Get Out before. But and and I'm gonna be completely honest. I'll I'll say that, you know when we actually talk about it, it's like I didn't really care for it as much the first time. I was like yeah. it was fine. This time I really enjoyed it, oh, and yeah. I can see why people really like. Because I did, and I was like. Because I spent some time actually getting the little nuances that yeah. I didn't get before. Yeah. So. And then Us, I enjoyed this time, too, because I saw it in the theater. Oh, really? So, yeah. And uh, so this time was a lot a lot better, too. Yeah. It's nice getting a second look at things. Because there's so... I don't. I didn't realize how much, like, little nuances there were um, that Peel puts in there. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Hooray. Yay. Game. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Absolutely. Even though I'm suck at it, but it's hey, it's we learn, we live, we learn. Hey, soon after Get Out and um and us, we'll have some more psychological fodder for us. To, yeah, except it's just those two, <laughs> just those two. Um, okay. <clears throat> Ahem. Ahem. Here you get like to you get to do the remind everybody of the categories. Okay, categories are monster. Gore slash disturbing, mm. psychological, paranormal, killer, and international. Which we will ignore. Which we will probably <laughs> politely ignore. Sorry, thanks. Um. Yeah, we are because I don't know this. I don't. Yep. Okay. Um. And I'm sure I don't mean to say it like I don't know it, but if I don't know it. Then I probably won't. Then I'm really not going to know it. Because I'd probably be the only one who would... You know, you and I have watched... I know you've watched Martyrs. Yes. In, inside, right? Mm-hmm. But in high tension. In high tension. But That's there's been other... movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a very wide 
uh, knowledge of no. other... Yet. Yeah. I think we should do an international month. I agree. We should throw some in there. Or just, like, pepper in some ones that would fit. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Gore. In Army of Darkness, the incantation of Ash has trouble reciting properly was a reference to what classic sci-fi film? Oh, shit. Mm, Wrath of Khan? Mm, I haven't no, seen that. I don't even Darkness know if that come out. so yeah. long. No, it's a very, it's a black and white film. It was remade with Keanu Reeves. Dracula? No. The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, God, no. I've yeah. never seen either. Nope. Oh, get, uh, not to use for Victor. I can't remember how, what the... <laughs> um, how many members does the criminal gang have in The Last House on the Left? The 1972 version. Oh. The original. Four? Because it wasn't it two dudes, two chicks? Yep. Yeah. For extra uh, points, you want to guess any of their names? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to take my pass and go. <laughs> I'm um, shocked that I got that. Um, but it was two guys, two girls, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking sick. Yeah. See, maybe not. Maybe it's just one girl. It says Krug Stilo, Junior Stilo, Sadie, and Fred Weasel Podowski. So it was just one girl. It's a, oh, it's just one. Mm-hmm. Still. Um, Still. Choke on a dick. <clears throat> Choke on oh, a dick. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not going to do this one because I've never heard of The Invitation. I mean, I have heard of it. But I've never seen it. Have you seen The Invitation? No. Okay. <laughs> There's a good chance. <laughs> I should be asking you these because I <laughs> suck at these. Um, so we're going to move on to the other one. I've got a different one. Here, I'll just read the... Okay. Hold on. Um, what, do, what wrist... I mean, you have 50-50 on this one. Right. What wrist does Jesse, Jesse Burlingame free first in, Gerald, in Gerald's game tw- 2017? It's that Stephen King movie that her, was on... Oh, right, right, right. The, her right wrist... I think you're right. Yep. Right, right. Woo! Yeah, I have not watched that one because I... I don't don't know if I can. I saw... Well, it was on... It was one of those um, 100 Scariest Movie Moments. Yeah. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. nope." Has to cut off her own arm just to... Nope. Slides it off like a glove. Yeah, I know. No. Nope. No. Yo, you know what? Um, no. I will watch. That's fucking gory as shit. I, I will watch fucking Dead Alive every day. In oh, sure, shit. sure. But that's nope. obnoxious shit. This is like realism. Yeah, I mean, what? Blah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something. Oh, like something like, oh, God, there's that one guinea pig, I think it's called. Um, it's on uh, In Search of Madness 3, they talk about Because In Search of Madness 3 is a lot of like these really like, Low budget, gory yeah. movies, and I remember. I know I've seen Guinea Pig, and it's like these Japanese guys have a they have a, a kidnapped a girl, mm-hmm. and they're just doing horrible, horrible things to her, like oh. slicing her up. And, Jesus. and unfortunately, it's based on a true story. There was a girl who was abducted, and just raped and just mutilated before they finally killed her for days. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Just get it get it over with. Like fuck. And that's yeah. Fuck's yeah. sake. 
And unfortunately, there's like guinea pig six, guinea pig seven. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. The final scene in Carrie is revealed to be the dream of what character? Oh, fuck. What's her face? Oh, the friend. The, oh, shit. No, that's good. I mean. Robert's going to hate me. <laughs> Sue Snell. Sue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. No? Okay. In, <clears throat> in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, where did Henry and Otis meet? And now, Henry of a ser- Portrait of a Serial Killer is another, like, based off of real life, because Henry yeah. Luke is an oddest tool. Yeah. And they met in... Where would you think these two would have met? Harvard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Studying classics. Yep. Yeah. They were, <laughs> they were studying linguist, linguistics. Yep. Perfect. Where where would you say in something? They met in... In school? In class? Nope. Where would two pieces of shit meet? At a bar? Nope. In... Your mom? Yes. <laughs> yes. Prison. That's where they met. Oh, of course. Sorry. <laughs> in your mom. Okay. <laughs> I told you I'm bad at these. Okay. Gore. All the right. screenplay, you're going to get this one. Okay, okay, If you okay. don't, you're fired. Oh, my okay. God. Here the screenplay oh, for Creepshow was written by what novelist? Well, what? Well, parts of it was written by Stephen King. It was all written by Stephen King. It All, all of it was? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. All right. He's in it. He is in it. He mm-hmm. plays that moss man, dude. He also plays a, a, a grave digger, too, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. You'll get this one. Who directed House of a Thousand Corpses? (laughs) I don't even want to speak his name. (laughs) He who shall not be named. Yeah, Voldemort. (laughs) Rob fucking zombie. Um. (laughs) Sorry for any Rob Zombie fans out there, but you know, to each their own. This is. I've not seen this movie, but I like the answer to this question because it seems like a well. Duh. Um, okay. What segment in Dead of Night from 1945 involves golf? The country club scene? The golfer story segment. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. That would... Yeah. Like, the, I wouldn't think of a more complex answer than that. Or think it would be a more complex... Okay. Yeah. Uh Okay. Oh, here you go. You're one of your favorite movies. Okay, okay. What Huey Lewis and the News song yeah! plays when Patrick Maitman dispatches Paul Allen with an axe in American Psycho? Jer- Jared Leto, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's hip to be a square. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so good. All right, so this one actually gives you answers. You have to pick one. Okay. In The Wolfman from 1941, Lawrence Talbot comes home after the death of what family member? His father, his mother, or his brother? Mother? His brother. Oh, sorry. Um... 
From what Southeast Asian country is the eye donor for protagonist Moon in the eye? Thailand? Yep. <laughs> like, where, where does the most fucked up shit probably happen? <laughs> Thailand. That, yeah, that or Singapore. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. two. All right. Hey, Ray. Yeah. I forgot to ask you. What's up? What you drinking? Oh, hold on. Yeah. Where's my box? <laughs> um, I am drinking. We. We are drinking a non-alcoholic Guinness. Huzzah. Huzzah. And it's very delicious. It is. Yeah. It's legit. Guys, I'm doing good. It's my second week. And I'm not jonesing. So. Good. I hope this doesn't make you jones. <laughs> No. no. Good. Because no. it's like you get the taste without, you know. Yeah, and like, I was drinking like fucking, what was that called? Uh, Four Locos. Yeah. So, and those are like s- sweet, sort of like yeah. fruity drinks. So it's like if I wanted a sweet fruity drink, I'll just drink a sweet fruity drink that doesn't yeah, have alcohol that on it. Doesn't, right, because so. there's plenty of those. I'll just drink a Monster Energy drink and then get something else will get damaged instead. <laughs> of my body. Right. right. Then my heart will literally explode out of my chest. Oh my god. <laughs> Claire! <laughs> that could not have happened. The timing of that could not have been better. Thank you, whoever was sending me an email. Uh, so, um, we talked. So last week, um, a, a friend of ours, yeah. uh, my other co-host, Veronica, got a, she, we literally, our Instagram, got a message from Queen Penny Reed. Wow. To Veronica saying, your hair is beautiful. Oh my God, really? Yeah. And she sent it to me. She sent me a screenshot and I said, uh, have you flatlined? <laughs> Do you need me to bring the paddles? Oh my God. You doing okay? What are those things that George Clooney uses? <laughs> <laughs> the dunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Clean penny. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Anywho's, old bees. We're going to take a break. Quick break. We're going to come back. Because it is Black History Month. We didn't mention that. Oh, Sorry. right. What we're reviewing. Yes. It is Black History <laughs> Month. And last year, if you remember, for last History Month, we did all the Candymans. Yes. And so this year, we're doing... All the um, Jordan Jordan Peels and then Master, which we think Jordan Peel might have had some sort of influence. Yeah, we still need to do some research. Yeah, even if it's just like tangential. So, all right, we're gonna take a break. Come back and we'll have a get out. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Images. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we're here to talk about 2017's Get Out. Get Out, leave right now. <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> um. Okay, well, wow. This is a lot to oh, cover. There sure is. Holy a plethora. Shit. There's a plethora. To start... <laughs> One hour, 44 minutes. Yep. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes score of 98%. Yep, I figured it was still up there. Yep. 98. I was, yeah, I, I thought it'd probably be way up there too. Yeah. Critics score 98%. Audience score 86. 
That's still good. I mean, that's still really There's high. There's racists out there, so that's why I brought it down. Oh, really? I'm sure. You think that's why? Oh, because, yes, because there's enough insults that they're like, mm-hmm. like because me, 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 makes me feel bad as a white person. It should. It yeah. should make you feel yeah. bad as a white person. Yeah. It's called white guilt. Suck it up. We all deal with it. <laughs> Eat that shit. Yeah. I'm um, num, 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 num. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I was listening to the dollop the other day, and they were, of course, because it's American history, and there's always something yeah. horrible that they're covering, or it starts out okay, and then ends up in racism. And right. at one point... Gareth says to Dave, who's telling the story, he's like, don't you feel like, he's like, doesn't it like crush your spirit sometimes when it's like, you know, these are our ancestors yeah. and we're supposed to root for them, but they're such fucking assholes. Yeah. And he's like, you know, at this point, if some, if they were like, all white people have to be slaves now for the next 200 years, I'm going to be like, well, we You're did this. To, well, we did that to ourselves. Yep. We have no one to blame. We have no one to blame with ourselves. We'll see you in 200 years. Oh my God. Yeah. Totally true. I mean, we've, yep. We've done some garbage. Yeah. Anywho. To other humans. Yeah. So that's why I say it's not surprising to me. It's not surprising. No. No. Go for it. Um, I was reading an article that you sent me actually, um, a review of the movie. This is a review of Get Out by Sh- uh, Shami Austin, mm-hmm. Chami, C-H-A-M-M-I-E, Yeah, Ch- called Ch- They Smile in Your Face, Uncovering the Unpleasant Realities and History Hidden in Black-White Racial Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's part of the, so, well, I don't know if we should, should we say it now or what later, because it kind of gives away the plot. Um... I'll do it after. Okay. Okay. We'll come back yeah. to that point. Just hang on to that. Okay. <laughs> um, now, the song at the... Okay. Let me go back. Let me talk one, one thing. Uh, a couple of things about production, and then we'll go into... Okay. One, movie was filmed in 23 days. Holy shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, it, well, it took place mostly on one property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Jordan Peele says the title is also a reference to what he often hears black audiences shout at the screen while <laughs> watching horror movies, yelling oh, at a yeah. character, get out, get out. <laughs> In this movie, Rod and Andre both say it to Chris. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <clears throat> Jordan Peele was the one who made the sound when the deer gets hit by the car. Uh, mm-hmm. um, he made the sound effect? <clears throat> I guess so. Okay. <laughs> oh, because it went or something like that. It did honk a bit. Um, regarding the meaning of the sunken place, Jordan Peele said, the sunken place means we're marginalized. No matter how hard we scream, the system sail- silences us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm looking to see if there's anything. Okay, so one of the things I want to talk to you about. Oh, um, Jordan Peele. Well, this makes sense. Hmm. Should I say that? Yeah. Jordan Peele cited Night of the Living Dead as an inspiration for making this feature film and directing debut because the film had an African-American protagonist. Right. Um, 
In a 2019 interview with GQ magazine, Bradley Whitford stated that he initially thought that the, by the way, I would have voted for Obama third term if I could line in his film was sincere, not a joke as intended by director Jordan Peele. <laughs> yes! Yay! Yes. Um, okay, so I think really there's a lot of... Um... Yeah, I think that's that's about it. I mean, t- he talks about inspiration of the uh, uh, for it was the Stepford Wives. Yes. Yeah. There was there were a lot of comparisons to that that I thought Uh-oh. was interesting. <laughs> Jordan Peele revealed in his speech at the Directors Guild Awards he was offered to do the voice of the poop emoji in the Emoji Movie before directing this film. Perfect. Peele stated about the situation that's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, <clears throat> okay. From so, that to this. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I did want to say, because I remember it from the first time I saw it, and was like, um, <clears throat> so when we were watching it, I said, the the theme song, the song that comes in. So, yes. so let's talk about what first happens, and then we'll get to the, the theme very song. first thing that happens. So the very first thing that happens is... Uh, Off the bat. Yep. Like, he stand for field is there looking all hot. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's gorgeous. As Andre Hayworth. Yes. And then suddenly he's he's walking down the street. I didn't hear who he was talking to or what he was saying. He, yeah, he was on his phone. He was, on, he was just on his phone. Yeah. And he knows he's in a questionable neighborhood. Questionable for him. For him yeah. That it's like predominantly white neighborhood yeah. he's a black man walking around and he's like i just want to get to this place and get out you know yeah. whatever i don't know where he was going or why um but he's walking down the road and this car pulls up next to him yeah and he's just like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck not tonight not tonight no, not no, tonight please. not gonna be that man tonight i know no he's like oh shit please no please no uh and unfortunately dude gets out of the car some dude, some thing, some person gets out of the car with a mask on, with a medieval mask on. With a helmet. A helmet. Yeah. Helm. Helmut. A helm. <laughs> <laughs> you have my helm. <laughs> <laughs> and my axe. Um, <laughs> and he fucking. And Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and he fucking runs up to Andre, chases him down. Uh-huh. chloroforms him and throws him in the trunk. Opening movie. Yeah, all the while this song, Run Rabbit Run, is playing. Oh. And this song is <clears throat> representation of black people persecuted by a farmer. Like, so this song is an older song. Yeah. And it's supposedly the farmer is the allegorical white race. Yeah. So, um,. This is foreshadowing of what's to come, yeah. but it's also as he's trying to run away from man and helmet. <laughs> you hear this on the farm every day on the farm. It's rabbit pie day. So every Friday that come along, I get up early and sing this little song. Run rabbit, run rabbit, run, run, run. Bang, 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 bang goes the farmer's gun. Run rabbit, run rabbit, run, run, run. Don't give the farmer his fun, fun, fun. He'll get by without his rabbit pie. So run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, run. That's not disturbing. That's hella disturbing. There Remember was... that song that we had? In, was it the fucking Wicker Man? 
or something like that. Yeah. Or something awesome fucked up. God, you take these old ass songs from like, you know. Yeah. These old folk songs, they're weird as fuck. Old folk songs or even folk stories. Yeah. That are like the Krampus shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why it's like all that folk horror because it's like, eh, you know, cool. Yeah. Who stole my thumb? Oh, right. Okay. Like cool. the actual Grimm's fairy tales. Yes. Like. Yeah. The fucking, like, Cinderella. Cinderella We, we talked about the Struble Peter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The weirdos. The real, the real story is fucked up. So in comes this main theme song. Yeah. And it's... Skilla Laza Kwa Nega. I am so sorry. I'm going to try to say that, and that's all the best I can do. Wahenega. Wahenga. Was sung in Swahili with the exception of the English word brother, a word which composer Michael Abels felt had a special universal meaning among black people that did not need translation. According to Abels, the voices in the song represent the souls of black slaves and lynching victims trying to warn Chris to get away. The translation of the lyric is brother run, listen to the elders, listen to the truth, run away, save yourself. Run, rabbit, run. Hmm. That's not in there. I just added it. No, I it no, I know it's not. I know it's not. But, <clears throat> but oh, that's so, and so it is heart wrenching. It is, and it is creepy sounding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful though. It's like creepy beautiful. Yeah. It's it's meant. It's like one of the, it's in uh, different horror movies where they put music that diegetic music to put you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, and that's what this exactly. make you uncomfortable. And yeah. that's definitely what happened here. Oh yeah. It was. It, that was a beautiful opening. Yeah. And now we get Rose and Chris. Rose and Chris. Chris is going to meet his girlfriend, Rose's parent. Rose, Mm -hmm. he calls her Rosie. Rose. Uh, He's going to meet the parents. (laughs) And as he's packing to leave, he asks her point blank, do they know? Know what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do they know I'm black? Why would that matter? My my next question, my notes was, you were just asking this now. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, he assumed. You and I had this conversation that they knew during the movie because we find out they've only been dating for five for months. four or five months. Yeah, and like you said, and I agree, it's not too early to meet the parents. I think it's too early stay... to drive down to wherever they're at. Yeah, and, and stay, stay for the, the weekend. weekend in the same room. Because I know right. some parents are like old fashioned. Some are, yeah, 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 and some are, you know. But she, well, but she totes herself and has toted her parents as being ultra liberal, right? You know, right. so they're not conservative, so that's not a worry. No, but I mean, like, just the fact that it's like, <laughs> right? No, I know, I know. At some point, I was like, "Don't have sex in their your parents' house." Just, I know. Don't. Just don't. I wouldn't be in the mood anyway. No, not after all the veiled racism. I'm veiled. <laughs> well, c- comes unveiled quickly. Yeah. Pull we'll that get sheet. There. Pull we'll that get Ku Klux there. Klan sheet off real oh, quick. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Grand Dragon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it sound like they're fucking every person, every oh, like, position, position, role in that organization sounds like, I hate to say it. A Dungeons Go ahead. Character. Go ahead. I know. I know. Grand Wizard. At least we know that we're not. Yeah, this is true. This is what I'm fucking saying. I have plus 10 Grand Wizard properties. 
Are there any girls there? Oh my god. Have I shown you that video? God, it's funny. I just think of I always think of that um Dave Chappelle bit where he's the one of the only black people the blind person blind black black, 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 clan member. Doesn't know he's blind. He divorces his wife. (laughs) After finding out that that he's black black because she's married a black Black man. man. Oh god, the clan is fucking stupid. Uh, all right, so <clears throat> they're driving out into the country. He calls, he, calls, he calls Rod, his buddy Rod, on the yeah. way there. And Rod's kind of like... Oh, Rod. Rod is us. Was, uh, oh, yeah. He gets to say He's everything everybody. that we want Rod, to say to him. Rod is the everyman. Yeah. We, everything well, I mean, we want to say to Chris. Everyman, but... but, yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Rod is everybody else. Yeah, Rod is, like... All of the doubts that we have, yes. Rod's voicing Rod them for us. Rod is the audience. Yes, he's for he, sure. He's just like, you going up there with all those white people? <laughs> yeah. What they don't know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, wait, where are you going? You going by yourself? Right, you right. Uh, don't go in that house. No, don't, don't. go in that house. <laughs> um, uh, so funny. But then they hit a deer. Yeah, they this hit. Is, oh. Oh, so brutal. And it's so sad. bleeding, like bleating in the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, sound effect provided by <laughs> Jordan Peele. <laughs> Apparently. Um, um, but Andre, or I'm sorry, I not Andre, fuck, Chris. Yes. Because I, I had it in my notes because I thought that um, when we were first watching the movie, I was like, what's the guy's name? And you're like, Andre, but it was the wrong person. Right. Because I was, was asking who the, the lead character was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I had to change my notes back. Um, Chris goes out to look for it. Mm-hmm. He hears it, and he hears it like, like suffering in yeah. the woods. He like makes eye contact with it, almost like he sees himself in the deer's eyes. Yeah. And oh, it's so it's so it's sad. Super sad. Um, but then next thing we know, the police arrive. Yes. Oh, like okay. there's just a smash cut to mm-hmm. the police getting there, being there, talking to Rose. To Rose. Mm-hmm. See, I fucking forgot her name. Um, <laughs> talking to Rose about you know the deer and here's what you do. But next time, call animal control. That's what they do. And then he asks for Chris's ID. And she rightfully gets upset Protests about that. Protests. Yeah, like you don't like, need his fucking ID. He why? Wasn't driving. He wasn't the one driving. I told right. you that. This is my car. I was driving. And because he had taken, it looked like he had taken her ID and was looking at it, which would make sense. Yeah. Um, and no, he doesn't need to see his ID. No. He could just be somebody from the fucking off the side of the road. Right. Who just stopped to help like a good Doesn't Samaritan. matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who it is. They hit a deer. Nobody like they else hit a hurt. kid. They hit a deer. He wasn't injured. No. <laughs> no. No one was going to be, no, no one was going to be filing any sort of. No. Paperwork. But he insists, like, Chris has, he just has this understanding that, that unfortunately. Racial profiling is everywhere. Yes. And unfortunately, many, 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 many other black people have, they're, they're in Chris's position where they're just like, just, just, just comply. Just peacefully comply. There's enough, uh, what was it, um, in New York, um, Frisk, um. Stop and frisk. That was happening. I gave him something. Oh. And <clears throat> when, and then the, that became bigger and bigger. And it was like, kind of like, 
it just became, black people were just kind of, unfortunately, used to it. And I yeah. hate to say that they yeah. got used to it. But, yeah, that's kind of what happened. They're used they were, to, certain, pretty, you, know, you know, Stop and Frisk was like, um, yeah. Doesn't matter There's, if you've done fucking anything. Yeah. We're just going to stop you. Oh, I forget what movie it was, or maybe it was a TV show or something, um, where, like, you know, you get pulled over, and they know that they have, you know, Keep your hands where they can be seen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes you know your seat, but yes, sir, no, sir, mm-hmm. and like it, it, it just fucking sucks. It does. It fucking sucks. Yep. So fucking dumb. But anyway, he, I think he hands over. He either hands over his ID anyway, or the yeah, cop is. He does. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. And you know the cop is just like, well, just be careful driving. Yeah. And he goes away. Well, that's after he. Radio Zin saying, nope, there's no problem. Right. Looking right at Chris. Yeah. Cool. Way to, uh, yeah, some... yeah, way to throw around your authority, asshole. Um, yeah. um, then yeah. we get, we get, we pull into the Armitage house and it's The like, first thing you see, I mean, you see this gorgeous house. Yeah, yeah. But the first thing you see is somebody raking the raking the yard, raking the leaves. And she definitely, and Rose points out that it's the groundskeepers. And yeah. His, and he's black. Like, yeah. she points it out. And they have a groundskeeper. <laughs> they have a groundskeeper. <laughs> Which my question, and I, you know, now knowing the end. Yeah. Because my first question was, this house isn't big enough to have a groundskeeper. Yeah, kind of is. No. No. The, uh, mm. No. Not as many chores as this. Not like a live-in groundskeeper. No. A live-in. No. 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 And those two someone to mow the lawn and and do the landscaping once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like these two, because then we find out that there's a live-in housekeeper also also black, and you're like, right. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. And you're like, what the actual fuck is going right. on here? N- knowing the ending. Now it makes sense. Right. Um, also, Bradley Whitford is a fucking hot oh silver my God. fox. Bradley Whitford is fucking silver fox smoking. He is smoking. Oh, God damn. Oh. Josh Lyman grew up, man. Yeah. He aged. He grew good. He did. He, <laughs> he aged in that beard. <laughs> I would take it for a fucking ride. <laughs> <laughs> Grab it and hold on Yee. to it like handlebars. What? God, you gotta watch Letter Kenny. You. <laughs> um. So then we also we meet uh, uh, Mom, uh, who is Miss Catherine Keener, yeah, another smoking fox. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, a Always nice, does. beautiful woman who is aged so well and oh, yeah. so nicely and gracefully. Not like no work. Yeah. She looks like a normal lady. Like, she looks yeah. like she's normal size. She's got, like, frumpy sweater on in this. And yeah. And she's, like... Very It might even be normal. her own clothes. Who knows? Yeah. Like, and she just looks and like... And she's an awesome actress. She is. She's just awesome. She was perfect. They, they, the parents were perfectly cast. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. Um... And then we we learn that Rose has a younger brother, Jeremy. Yeah. We meet He's him not home bit. yet. Yeah. We, we meet him in a little <laughs> yeah. bit, and... Um, we didn't need to meet him. No. Um, uh, Bradley Whitford. I'm sorry. What's his no. name? What's his name in the movie? Dean. Dean. That's yeah. right. Dean is 
taking. We just call them wits. Wits. I know. Be wits. Do <laughs> <laughs> <The> wits. <laughs> Be wits is taking Chris around the, for a tour of the house. Yep. And he's walking him around and, um, you know, showing him various things. He shows him this photo of his. <laughs> His grandfather or great grandfather? Uh, it would have been great grandfather. Would have been great grandfather qualifying. Yes, who had qualified or was close to qualifying for the Olympics in track and field. No, ran lost to. Oh, at the Olympics. Oh, okay. Yeah, lost to. Je- I thought he lost the qualifying thing. No, I think he went, but he because you you have more than one. That okay. Go. Um, lost to Jesse Owens that year. Yeah. And, you know, furthering some kind of, what you call it? It it said it so well in this article that I read. Um, Not a microaggression, but like a category of microaggression. Because it's not aggressive, but it's an unintentional race, racial, unintentional racism. But I don't think, but Radley Whitford was talked, he was... Talking how bullshit it was, like about like of uh, the grandfather's anger about losing. Can I see that article really quick? Yeah. Let's keep talking. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find a no, pull fine. it up. Cause I I'm remember. sorry. You're fine. I'm just remember where it was. Uh, maybe it was in my email. Yeah, there it is. Sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Um. No, and it sounded to me like. Bradley Whitford thought it was bullshit. Well, not that bullshit that he lost to Jesse Owens, but because he said it's my grandfather's only claim to fame was losing to Jesse Owens. So I couldn't get from him whether he were great grandfather was proud of losing or upset about losing. It sounded like he said that he never got over it. So that he was, he thought that Dean himself thought the grandfather was a racist asshole. Right. So, so I don't know exactly if that would be a microaggression because it's Dean not a microaggression. Himself... It's, it's something called uh, this well-meaning behavior subtly insinuates that African-Americans are best understood in a monolithic manner and whose interests are solely focused on race-related concerns. Okay. Missy Armitage seems... Okay, wait. Um... Like, the only way that Dean can make inroads with him is through, like, you know, hey, we listen to the same music sort of thing. Right. Yeah, like, hey, like, Jesse Owens, right? He's black. You're black, right? Right, exactly. Again, it's it's well-meaning, but it's... It's still racist. Yeah. I mean, the, the best thing is to, if you want to mention it, mention it, but don't dwell too much on it. Right. Be like, hey, yeah, so this guy, you know, he ran against Jesse Owens. Isn't that amazing? I mean, because he does tend to go on about, like, go, you know, Hitler and, you know, sticking it to the Fuhrer and, you know. Right. So maybe if, like, he had cut that part out, yeah, it might not have been as big a deal. Yeah. Okay. Rose's description of her parents' behavior is characteristic of what... Uh, psychologist Ridley would refer to as covert unintentional racism. Um, <clears throat> covert unintentional racism can be thought of as racist or discriminatory behavior that's not necessarily intended to be harmful, but does perpetuate racist ideologies. 
Is there any examples? Um. Oh, when maybe Rose describes her her parents that he would have voted for Obama a third time if he could. That doesn't seem to me racist. Not that outwardly, but saying it to Chris. Right, right. I think, okay. like in, That's kind of what they in mean. That, okay, in context. In that context. Yeah. To me, more, it was maybe more like, in my mind, was the conversation she has after the first night where she's like, how about Georgina being so mean, or like my mom being so mean to Georgina? And yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah. But, which I didn't. I didn't take that as racist. As, racist i didn't either i kind of i kind of did like just because she's the help yeah but also i didn't think Catherine keener was that mean to her no so i don't know where that i was thought because she, she just suggested that she, she go, go rest take a nap. yeah take a rest yeah. anywho well we're we're right we're there anyhow so yeah, yeah. Um, um hold on he also Oh, they pass by the basement. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's sealed up. There's black mold down there. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, there is. Sure there is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris meets Georgina the cook, who's who's also black. Walter and Georgina were hired to come for the grand... To care for the grandparents until their death. And be... But be after they died, Bewitz couldn't bear to let them go. Bewitz, Bewitz, yeah. I love that. That's that's. But you need to definitely canon. put a, t- a pin in. Couldn't in that. bear to let them go. Could in that. Um. So this is. So By this the way, is- he would have voted for Obama for a third term if it were possible. I would have. <laughs> a lot Obama. of people would have, but <laughs> go, come back, come back, okay. Um, Fuck it, Michelle, start running. Come okay. on, Michelle. Michelle I would vote your, for her ass. Michelle, in your arms, get back in here. Right, strong arm this nation. Give me the biggest hug, please. Anyhow, <laughs> God, her and her beautiful arms. Um, so this is when they're sitting in the back porch and yeah. they're all having iced tea because it's the South, I Sunday. guess. Oh, I, we don't know. I was guessing that it was. We have no idea where they yeah, are. Yeah, I was. I was assuming it was somewhere. I like, thought. I thought it was somewhere like New Englandy. I couldn't tell, but I mean, and I was trying to think of where the city would be. Philadelphia. Oh, you know what? We didn't see. Oh shit! We should have looked to see what the TSA car was. Oh, damn shoot. it! Yeah, I um, didn't see the plates. Um, but anywhere up there could possibly be Virginia. It is a drivable. Yeah. To get to Virginia or somewhere like from Philadelphia, it is yeah easy enough to. Um, and that would be a long trip down. Yeah. To Virginia from. It would be like about five, six hours, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. So a That'd day, road you know, trip. Yeah, a nice road trip. But it, but a day. A day. Doable yeah. in a day. Yeah. Um. So, this is where they start talking about Chris smoking, and um, Dean's like, you know, trying to convince Dean or um Chris to have Missy hypnotize her. Yeah. yeah to stop smoking, and um, she works magic. She works magic, and. He's like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm here. How about that? I'm here. Y'all got me here. Right. That's it. Right. <laughs> like, I ain't, no. Mm-mm. No. No. And that's when, as they're talking, Georgina is, like, pouring iced tea into, and Georgina, every time you From see her. the get. Is, like, this weird, happy smile. Yeah. But in her eyes, she's always looking this like she's actress. trying to break out of something. Yes. Like, there's so much tension in her eyes, and her eyes well with tears every single time you see her. 
the actress playing her is phenomenal. Chef's kiss. Um, so good. She's phenomenal. She's so she portrayed that consistently throughout yep. the movie. Um, Just beautifully executed. Her name is Betty Gabriel. And she is my gosh. Also gorgeous. Yeah, she is beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh, you know what? Is she? Oh no, she looked like the one of the girls from um uh, Lovecraft Country. That's what I thought it looked oh, like. Oh no. That's not... I fucking loved that show. I know. Maybe you shouldn't recommend it. Maybe yeah. I will. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> don't tell me what to do um i do what i want <laughs> i would but they haven't they are they're not going for a second season which is really really sad i didn't see the end did they wrap it up no okay oh no they didn't that's right i remember the yeah ending. yeah no yeah wrap it up okay Bums me out because yeah. it was so fucking good that's surprising they cut a lot of their scripted shows yeah HBO i know did i know because they don't have money <laughs> Great. Yeah. Awesome. Keep somebody else keep, buy Lovecraft Country, please. Yeah. Keep Jordan pumping Neal. out those fucking DC <laughs> movies you. that no one fucking wants to see. Black oh, Adam. What? Seriously. I fuck. put that on. I fell asleep. It really? was so bad. Wow. I, I lost interest about 10 minutes in. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about it. We need another people. comic book movie, honestly. We do when they're good. Um, I could take about a ton more of the Oscar Isaac um What's his nuts? Um, oh my God, Star my, Wars? No, 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 no. Uh, Marvel on oh, the hell Moonlight. Oh, Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking good. Um, Moonlight was that good. fucking accent he had was so adorable. Oh, Anyhow, no. so Georgina's pouring this yeah, yeah, iced tea, and she gets to Chris, and she starts having this episode almost like she's trying to. Yeah, like, she looks off into like the middle distance. Yeah, and she starts to like in her like you could just tell she's trying to break out of something yeah at the same time she's pouring and she over pours yeah and which um, startles her kind of back her and then back missy tells her that maybe she should go take a rest yeah um and so she's you know very flustered but she's like oh yes yes, yes of I course yes. thank you mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. and then we get to dinner yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy's a bitch. <laughs> Jeremy Spokane. Crazy. Um, Jeremy is. Cleared out of my mouth, picking on a bar. Seemed a harmless little fuck. Jeremy, in my notes, this is what I've, how I describe Jeremy. Jeremy looks like a missing, oh. missing Culkin brother. Oh my who God. Who did a dime for. Touching a child in their bathing suit area. Jeez. <laughs> he's gross looking oh, in this yeah. movie. Yeah, he's pretty gross. Um, t- get Something Taylor Landry. Something, something, something. I don't know. He's not, unfortunately. Get Caleb, Taleb, Taylor, Landry, Ta- Jones. Caleb, Caleb Landry Taleb. Jones. <laughs> Caleb Daily Show Jones. He's, I bet, I think he might be British. No, he's American. Oh, yeah. He's kind of gross. And he is totally creeping on Chris. He is. Yeah. He's just got this odd, like, (laughs) gingery, boyish. Daywalker. Daywalker kind (laughs) of pursed lip look. 
He looks like a little bit like, oh God, he's a British actor and I can't think of what he, but he's better looking than this gentleman is. But I, I should, I mean, I don't want to talk about anybody's looks. Like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> we do all the time. He's not an attractive gentleman, unfortunately. Like, he looks rough. Yeah. Like, you'd keep your kids away from him. Yeah, I would on the street. Yeah. But he has a million dollars and I don't. That's why I don't feel bad. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't feel bad. <laughs> he was in, like... Because um... they're doing better in life than I am. I think with antiviral is that the one he was in? Oh, he mm. looked real bad in that one. Yeah. Um. Anywho, Jeremy shows Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. 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 Jeremy is like asking Chris if he uh, <laughs> if he knows about MMA and he should really get into it because he's all fit and stuff like that. Weird. He's like weirdly creeping on him. And then at, he, at some point. He wants to like get up and fight him. Yeah, he's like, like I don't fight drunk dudes. I don't, I don't fake wrestle drunk dudes. <laughs> right. Because he's he looks high as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And they get after all this. <laughs> Anybody want carrot cake? Yeah. After <laughs> you notice that when mom Missy gets up to go into the kitchen. Yeah. She opens the door and Jordina's already standing there, like staring into the middle distance again, yeah. holding the carrot cake. Yeah. The door shuts, and then Missy comes out with carrot cake. She's like, <laughs> and um, then we go to, um, we go upstairs, and Rosie yeah. is like so embarrassed by her family, and Chris is like, dude, not surprised by any of this. I don't know why you are. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he, but he likes her racial flow, as he says. Yeah, and I was like, okay, okay, all right. Uh, I mean, you know, to each their own. That night, Chris keeps thinking about the deer. He gets up. um, He wakes up in the middle of the night to go out for a cigarette. But when he's outside, Walter (laughs) runs past him. Uh Like, what the fuck? And then he sees Georgina primping in in the window um, as if it's a mirror. Mm -hmm. Like, seeing her own reflection. Yeah, just touching her face and... Mm -hmm. Primping herself, touching her hair and everything. And he's like, mm, interesting. But yeah. when he comes in, Missy is waiting up for him. Been sitting in the dark. Nothing so creepy like sitting in the dark. Nope. Hey, um, just sitting here with all the lights off because I'm not weird. It's not weird at all, right? It's not weird. Um, totally not. No. Can I, can I mesmerize you? <laughs> Uh, she asked he she asked him to sit down and they talk a little bit and she asked him about his smoking mm-hmm. and she's like you know were you outside smoking and he's like oh. and he wasn't actually no he did he never mm-hmm. did because he he was so caught off guard by what the fuck was happening that maybe like, that should be the the moral of the story there you go he never smoking. smokes again <laughs> <laughs> that this whole thing was set up so he'd stop smoking the whole thing uh-huh. wouldn't that be amazing it's a whole big rom reiner oh my god but that out. would be right <laughs> but out, oh, yeah yeah oh my god i that is a that is another favorite episode of, uh-huh. of mine it's every so time good. rob reiner comes out and he's eating a bigger sandwich <laughs> eat butter, the cupcake need more butter <laughs> eat the cupcake god. um so, so 
she asks about his smoking and about where he was when his mother died. Because we learn a little earlier that his uh, he's an orphan, pretty much. Yeah. He has no one. Because, yeah, his mother was walking, right? She was in a car accident. Because later he says <clears throat> she survived the initial hit. And she was lying on the side of the road. So that's why I thought she was Oh, walking. maybe she was walking. But she was, like, she was coming home from She's, work. Yeah, she was coming home from work. And she asked what he was doing at that time. Yeah. Watching TV. Yeah. And then she's like... Um, it was raining that night. Mm-hmm. He starts to cry as he recalls that night. And as she's doing that, she's stirring a teacup. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time stirring it. Where were you when she died? Stir. Stir. You hear the rain. Stir. Yeah. Stir. Find it. Stir. Tell me when you found it. Stir. Stir. Amazing. And then Chris remembers sitting in front of the TV. Yeah. Hearing the rain. And it being dark out. Yeah. And he says, you know, I found it. And that's... Right, when he starts yeah. crying. Like, it's like, it's... And his, da- his recall of it. It's like, it's very emotional. Oh, and Daniel Kaluuya um, is amazing Oh, here. brilliantly played. His eyes He's are so giant. Good. Oh my gosh, When you receive stills for this movie, you, this is one of the ones you see. That's, yeah, of him, like, just sitting there and wide-eyed, just tears in his eyes. Yeah, I mean, they're just streaming on his face. He can't move. That's the other thing. He is like, he's in, like... Kind of frozen. Yeah. He doesn't um, really realize it yet. No. And where was your mom? Stir. She was coming home. She wasn't home. Stir. Stir. What did you do? Stir. Stir. Nothing. Stir. Now sink, sink. into the floor. And he sinks. And he does. And he's like, what? And then he, all of a sudden... We have flashes between him as a child in front of the TV and him presently in the chair sinking backward into the floor. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly he's floating in space and this like screen is above him. But it's like a a drive in movie theater screen almost. Yeah. But it's of Missy looking right. at him like right. in present time. Right. And he's floating in space. She leans close to him, tells him that he's in the sunken place. Right. And then he wakes up. Yep. In his That's bed. That's what we get. In, in, in his bed. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in bed, sweating. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, maybe he was just freaked out. Maybe he's... It's a fever dream from quitting smoking. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But he's just like, I have no idea what the hell. Um, He's a photographer. This is where we learn that he's a photographer. Yeah, I think we're supposed to get that from the beginning is all the big giant uh, pictures on his wall. The art, Probably, but I missed it. I didn't either. And I've seen this movie before and I couldn't remember that he was a photographer. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So he goes out to take some pictures with his beautiful camera. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, he goes around the property and he sees Georgina primping again mm-hmm. in an upst- in an upstairs bedroom. This playing time in front of an wig. actual mirror. Yeah, playing with her wig in front of an actual mirror. Um, but he looks away just as she look. Um, or he stares at her, and just as she notices him, he looks away. Right. 
Um, he, then he sees Walter chopping <laughs> some chopping the firewood. He yeah. walks over to Walter. Walter is creepy as fuck. Yes, he is. He's creepy as fuck as as of as if someone else is speaking for him. Maybe he speaks out of time. Yeah, because his line is one talking about uh, Rose. Yeah, she's one of a kind, top of the line, a doggone keeper. Doggone keeper. That's not something anybody in this generation Gen- or the generation previous would right, black say. or white would Mm-mm. say. No, I'm gonna say somebody maybe from <laughs> the 40s might have said that. Yeah, yeah. Doggone keeper. Maybe 50s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's real weird. Real weird. Real weird. And then he asks how his session went with Missy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, fuck, that was real? And Chris is thinking the same thing. And his reaction is just like, it's so priceless because it's like, he doesn't want Walter to know. Right. But inside, he's like, the fuck? Right. Oh, my God. It was so easy. He's like, oh, it was fine. Chris is trying to make... Any sort of connection to the black people that are in this movie, like in 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 his like, around him, yes, right. He's trying because he's, he's just bullshitting with them, like just talking to them. Yeah, he's just trying to make like, a connection because he's like, because at one point he says, "Being around this many white people makes me nervous." Yes, and so you can tell he's nervous. So he's trying he to is. make he's trying to make some sort of at connection. the same time he's also trying to be as rational as possible. Yeah. yeah. He's, what? And he's trying to rationalize all of his little, his little tiny, tiny paranoias. Well, this is also when Walter says, well, I should get back to work and mind my own business. business. And he says it in the not creepiest way on the planet. It's right. no, for reals. It's fucking creepy. And it's this big so smile weird. on his face. Oh, it is... It's so effectively creepy. It it's- is. Effect- effective is the exact word for it. Because, again, he still has this, much like Georgina, he still has this intensity in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like s- someone clawing their way out. Yeah. It's like a, it's like set for wives. If you have to, like... this. Jordan Peele described this movie himself as Stepford Wives meets The Help. Yeah. And... Oh, I thought that was a good comparison. It was yep. so creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, Chris and Rosie meet her extended family or well, their friends or something. But go first ahead. is because I thought this scene was really interesting. As he decides to tell Rose, like, "Hey, this is what's going on, man." And I right, don't he's know. trying to be honest. And he's like, "So they're sitting in the room," and he's like. He's describing what had happened with his with her mom and everything like that, and she doesn't even let him finish. Yeah, she just immediately comes she, in and is like, "Oh, that's so creepy." She deflects from him. Yeah, she doesn't want him to start going down, really thinking more into what's happening. Right. She interrupts him a lot. She interrupts him a lot, and it's something which is else- something I think you caught upon second viewing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and it's very telling because at first you, you would think nothing of it. Right. But it's really interesting where he's really trying to get out what's happening and why he feels the way he does. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. That is creepy. Yeah. And then that's the end of the conversation because the party starts. Right. Yeah. But um, her parents have invited for her grandfather's birthday or yeah, something, something, some shindig where all the friends, all their old rich white friends come over. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, it's not family. It's a bunch of friends or something like that. But did you notice that Walter, groundskeeper Walter, is hugging all the people as they yeah, come in? Yeah, I did. Weird. It's crazy. Like, all these rich white like, people are just going to hug right. the help? I mean... The help. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're very well-to-do, hoity-toity, yeah, rich white folks. Yeah, they would not be hugging the help. No. 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 Unless, mm, no. Yep, well, we know why. We know but. why, but yeah. And also, so, do you notice that all the old white men were handicapped? For some, for most of them were like, either their bro- bodies were all broken down, like they were heavy, or they were like, the one guy was on oxygen, one yeah. guy blind. Yep. The other guy, I mean, like, they're all just like, end of the lifespan yeah. broken down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the women aren't as bad. And for the most part, a lot of them are, you can see who the trophy wives were. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yes, there were a few. Yep. Um... So many awkward moments. Um, all old white folks. There's one black man. Yep. Logan. Logan. Yep. And the audience will recognize Logan as Andre from the beginning. Right. And um, he's with a woman, a white woman, about 30, 30 years. plus years older than him. Yeah, with no explanation. No, except they haven't left the house in days. Ew. Ah, great. Gross. Great, great, great. No, poor. Oh, God. Don't be sticking your dick in her. She's no. gross. Rape. Um, y- yes! That's that's exactly When we get down to it, that's what it is. Which we'll learn later. That's essentially what's happening, yes. Um, so... As uh, Chris is kind of walking, he's kind of, um, after he's had enough of these awkward, again, microaggressive exchanges, weird, you know, some unintentional, oh, black is in fashion. Okay. Right. Um, Weird, weird conversations. He's had enough and he walks around just like photographing or pretending to photograph just to kind of get people off his back. And he's. He meets with Jim Hudson, an art dealer who admires his work. But there's something strange about Jim. He's blind. And he says, that's an interesting, like, you're a blind art curator. How does that work? How does that work? Yeah. Right. Um, and I think it was a degenerative thing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he says the assistant describes all the pieces in details because he knows Chris's work. Yes. And he's like, I, I've heard you're, you know, I understand you're a fantastic artist or yeah. I, you know, you're a fantastic artist. And he's like, well, how the fuck did you know? He wanted to be a photographer himself, but going blind, he, and he said he, even before he was going blind, he never quite had the eye Yeah, that he wished he would have. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so then after this exchange, so it's like. At first, you're like, oh, you know, Chris finally has, like, a normal-ish conversation yeah, with somebody. Yeah, like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. Played by, is Jim Jim uh, Hudson is played by Stephen Root. Yeah. So good. Milton. Milton. Um, after a little bit, this creeped me oh, the fuck Oh, he goes upstairs. Out when he starts walking upstairs. And, you know, he's... It's just a quick scene that you would not normally think anything of had this not happened. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's talking around downstairs and Chris heads upstairs and the camera freezes where 
at the at the bottom of the stairs. After Chris goes upstairs, everybody downstairs stops talking all of a sudden. Yeah. Silent. Yep. And they all look upstairs. And then they all start oh moving because they can hear him walking upstairs. So yeah. they kind of are following the sound of his footsteps. Yeah. Creepy what? as fuck. I was like, oh, what the, f- what is happening? Right. I could not understand. I didn't know what was going on. And he goes into the bedroom and his bu- cell his phone, phone is unplugged, unplugged again. Yeah. So from the night before when he first woke up. Yeah. After the little sunken place thing, mm-hmm. and he wakes up in bed, he sees that his phone is unplugged from its from the charger, and he's like, "That's weird." And he just plugs it back in. Oh, no big deal. Well, now it's it's unplugged again, and he's starting to suspect it's Georgina because right. she's she acts so weird. So he confronts Rose and was like, "I think she did that." And she's you know, uh, and I think she unplugged my phone. And she's like, "Why would she do that?" She's like, "Because she doesn't want me to be with you." Like she doesn't want us to be right, together. which is another th- another theory. Yeah, and, and and another thing that you know m- that mixed race couples face. And sh- and Rose is some pretty shitty here. She's like, we think pretty much think pretty highly of yourself, or something like that, or like you think Georgina or like Georgina wants you, or something along that. Like, yeah, and I didn't get no, I didn't understand. It was that. enough it was like that she just wanted switching. to stop the conversation. Well, right, right. Yeah. She wanted it. Yeah, yeah. And so she leaves. It makes sense now. Yeah, and and then he calls. Rod, everyone's friend Rod. Oh, I love Rod. And he's telling him what's going on. And he tells him about the hypnosis. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care like, if that bitch is you better get a fan sand. <laughs> yes. It's like, you better get the fuck out of there now. <laughs> Just leave. And he goes, Why people love making 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 people into sex slaves and shit. And so that's right? his thing, is every all these they're getting made into sex slaves. Everyone's getting made into sex slaves. Um, be- but before he's able to leave, cause he just, you know, kind of brushes Rod off with like a whatever. Yeah. Um, it's still weird, but whatever. And so it's just as he's about to leave, Georgina comes Georgina in. Georgina comes in cause yeah. she's overheard the conversation. I don't know if that was it. Or I don't know what. Something I don't know happens. what. Yeah. We don't know what, but s- because I have a feeling that both were made to apologize to him. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, she comes in and apologizes for the, uh, for the phone. Yep. This moment, again, this is an, almost an Oscar worthy moment for her. Yep. The actress playing her was so, so good. Cause she's like, go ahead. Oh no, just. Oh, she's standing there. She's, she's laughing. She's laughing or like smiling very like broadly. Yeah. As tears are just streaming down, down her, her face. face. And. It's heartbreaking and scary at the same time. Oh man, it was oh, it's so disturbing. Yeah, yeah, it's unsettling. Unsettling. Yeah. Oh, man. So so good. Um, this is when he comes back downstairs to come out. He's looking for Rose at this point. He wants to. He needs to like do something. He doesn't know what it is. He just needs. But he yeah. comes out, and this Asian man <sighs> asks Chris if he finds that being an African American is an advantage or disadvantage at this time, like in the modern era. Right. And so he's kind of like he sees Logan he's walking, very annoyed yeah. by this question. He's like, "Motherfucker!" But he sees Logan, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna throw this to my buddy Logan." Yeah. And then Logan starts spewing some, you know whatever weird random bullshit about you know like white conservative bullshit about you know the black experience yeah. 
Like what they would consider the black experience. Right. And as he's speaking, Chris takes out mm-hmm. his phone. I thought he was going to get a video of him to like send to his buddy Rod. Like, can you fucking believe this? But instead mm-hmm. he takes a picture. Yeah. And the flash goes off. Doesn't realize he has a flash on. He doesn't know he has a flash on. The flash goes off. Suddenly, Logan stops talking. His nose starts to bleed. And he screams at Chris to get out. Yeah. He grabs him. He attacks him. Yeah. Straight up, like, at him to get out. And um, we we then immediately cut to um, he, Chris and... Um, Rosie sitting on the couch yeah. like Chris is like kind of beside himself like yeah. he's at this point pretty worked up yeah and then Logan you see Logan come out of a room with Missy behind yeah and Logan gives this heartfelt apology um and also his and that he's back to normal his speech pattern is completely completely different, different. from when we we meet Andre at the beginning of the movie yeah 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 it's so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, apologizes and says he's back to normal and, you know, ha ha ha. Makes some quippy, stupid white joke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then later, so Chris. Oh, but Missy's fixed him. That's what he says. Missy's fixed me. Oh, gross. Yeah. So Chris walks outside rosie runs after him and he starts he's starting to freak the fuck out yep like okay he had a clear message from someone to get out of there yeah yeah literally to get out right and so rosie tries to calm him down and he wants to leave like they're sitting i think at the beachfront or something like that yeah something something much white folks um (laughs) something something white person (laughs) Um, he wants to leave. Um, then we go back and forth between the house and Chris and Rosie. Chris and Rosie are having yeah. this heartfelt conversation. Um, Chris has a just where Chris eventually has a change. He starts to talk about his mom and he, about the yeah. hypnotism and about his experience there and how yeah. it's he's starting to kind of like. Now that he's calming down, he's starting to kind of rationalize with himself. But at the house, well, in the same time, he's also saying to Rose, "You are all I have." Yeah, and yeah. I think this might be the first time he's ever said he loves her because that's what I kind of gleaned from that. That was the first time yeah. he ever said it, and she says, "I love you too, baby." And she's like, "I will give it up to Allison Williams here because she starts getting. She's actually like very much." It's very like powerful here because yeah. I actually believed her. I did too. I did you too. Her, and because her, she's getting her eyes start filling up. Yeah, and she starts getting very emotional. She's like, "Let's just leave. Let's just leave. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's go." Because at first he's like, "I gotta, go. I gotta go." She's like, "You're gonna leave without me." Yeah, and that's when he says, "You are all I have." Yeah. And, uh, yes, and then at the house, meanwhile, at the meanwhile, White House. At the, at the White Estate. <laughs> at the whitest people's party. <laughs> There's some kind of silent bingo going on. It's an auction. It's an auction. Mm-hmm. What are they auctioning off, Ray? Well, they're just auctioning off a picture of Chris. A golden framed giant photo of Chris. Yeah. 
Guess who wins? Whatever it is. Jim Hudson. Jim Hudson. The blind man. Yep. Um, so as we know that he won, we don't know what he won, but we know some. So it's real creepy. And that's how that scene ends. And then we get the scene of Chris and Rose packing. Yes. And Um, after, after texting a pic of Logan to Rod, Rod, Calls. calls him immediately it was like immediately oh. and it's like, he's like it's andre andre haywood yeah. yeah and says and yells at him to leave yeah he says that is wait hold on i wrote it down because it made me laugh <laughs> it's so um, fucking funny he's like he immediately screams sex slave <laughs> and that's some eyes wide open shit <laughs> oh sorry eyes wide shut shit that's it uh yeah so then Chris looks at this little door that's been open mm-hmm. this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a like a little like um, cubby you can put like for storage. Yeah, like people have in their houses. Well, there's some cubby. There's some there's some some things in storage in this cubby. What does yeah. he find in this little cubby? He finds some photos of Rosie when she was a little girl and some a photo of maybe an old boyfriend the old boyfriend is black okay there's another photo of her and another black man and another photo of her and a different black man and another photo of her and a different black man and there's like two more after that and then her and Walter yep and then the next one Yep. Is her in Georgia? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so Chris is like, okay, you gotta go. And <laughs> and Rose go, catches him yes. looking at the pictures, so she yeah. knows he knows. She knows the gig is up. Yeah. Jig, jig, jig. is up. Jig is up. So gig, jig, pig. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Sig. <laughs> Sig is up. He's giving him up. Uh, <laughs> So he's like, sick as sick as sick. So he's like, he says to her, he's like, you know, um, get your keys, get your keys, Rose, get your keys, get your oh keys, my get your God. keys. This was and heartbreaking. Like, he's like, we'll walk, we'll walk and look, walk and look. We'll, yep. we'll look we for go. him on the move. Let's go. We'll for at, the move. They're at the door. He is at the fucking door. And the family start first. There's Jeremy that comes in. Yeah, with a like a lac- uh, with a lacrosse uh, <laughs> pole. Yeah, I don't know what that's what it's called. Yeah, stick. Suck my dick. Um, something. <laughs> and then Dean is standing in by the, the fireplace. Yeah, and he just says to uh, to Chris, "What is your purpose, Chris?" Oh. We are the gods trapped in cocoons yeah and he finally looks back at rose and he's like you have the keys and she's like oh she pulls the keys out and she's like yeah i've kind of had him this whole time babe sorry yes exactly she says exactly that and it's like immediately changed face like emotions turn off completely off yeah she's like i can't you know yeah whatever yep a for effort and then missy comes in Yep. And with her little teacup, and Chris is like fight or flight mode, and he decides to fight. Yep, he's he makes it for the makes it for the door, and Jeremy is on him, 
But as soon as Jeremy gets on him and Chris is about to fight back, Missy, ding, 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 taps mm-hmm. her teacup three times and Chris is in the sunken place. Yep. And he hits the floor hard. Hard. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So he wakes up in the basement. Um, okay, so actually first, Rod is worried about Chris. Rod! Best buddy, Rod. He's the best friend everybody should have. Right? He's super um, worried about Chris. But he starts looking up Andre Hayworth. Mm -hmm. And he finds out that Andre's been missing for six months. Yeah. No sign of him at all. Yeah. Yeah. So we we kind of like, it's between that and what's going on with Chris. Yeah. So that happens. So he's, he's starting to look for him. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Chris wakes up in a basement tied to a chair in a game room. And I just said, I don't want to be killed next to a foosball or a ping pong table. No, nope. please. Thank, thank you. you. No, no. I mean, maybe a pool nope. table, but not ping pong. No. Mm-mm. Or foosball. Nope. <laughs> Chris is rest- Chris uh, is restrained to a chair. He's Then there's a floor model... TV on like yeah it's like an circa old 1970s yeah I think my grandma had this for like the longest yes. time yeah and it and the TV and the TV comes on yeah the TV comes on yeah and there's a video playing of Grandpa Roman Roman was his name mm-hmm. nice um he's, he's given a soft sell. <laughs> Right, <laughs> basically, he's saying, well, "Why you should you're give here. up your body?" Right, and why you're here? Yeah. Uh, he, t- he talks about the coagula procedure. Did you look that up? No. Okay. Keep talking. Uh, Rod is the best character. He's super suspicious. <laughs> yeah. So we get this like it was almost like um, yeah, it's definitely a. S- okay. What. <laughs> Okay, so coagulum is a mass of coagulated matter. Um, Coagula is a character from DC Comics, Doom Patrol. Okay. (laughs) So I guess we're not... um, Right, but I I think what they're they're meaning, because they show a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So just, you know, it's... Well, if it's a, if it's a... If it's a, a, a compound of purified matter. Compound? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> com- compound. C-U-M pound. Um, pound town. Bone zone. <laughs> Sorry. We're, Sorry. We're 12. <laughs> I mean, that's what they expect. They, it's what they it's, expect. This is what the viewers Again, want. jerking off two fucking cocks exactly. at one time. Exactly. Um, this is what our listeners want, apparently. That's what they ask for. Um, so the, I would assume, like, if it's a coagula- coagulated mass, yeah. they're trying to say is you're taking two people and mixing them to one. Yes. So that's where this whole this fucking whole process thing is. Because yeah. um, that's what they're doing. Right. Is they are removing almost all the parts of the brain that would make... Chris, Chris. Yeah. Except for what is needed to, yeah. for um, motion or to physically move the body. Yeah. Like for motor. And this skills. is explained by Jim. So after this video, after this initial video, it's not really clear yet. And then we cut to Rod, who is like, he, Rod is a TSA agent. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention that. Yeah, we'll even though it's hear... mentioned about five times to now. <laughs> yeah, we hear we, we hear flight two thirty seven over yes. that thing, and I got so excited. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, um, and Rod is trying to like contact the police and tell them that his friend has been missing. He's been watching his dog. His friend is missing. He doesn't know what's going on. People are just laughing in his face, and he's like, "What the fuck ever? I'm gonna do this myself." Yeah. Um, then we go back to Chris, who well, watches he, he a... Call, he also calls uh, Chris's phone, and Rose yes. answers. Rose answers. And so he's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Oh, yes. She, he knows she's lying. <laughs> yes. And so he's like, he starts to record, and then she knows that she's recording her. Yeah. So she's like, I always know you wanted to fuck me. And he's like, God damn it. You, you're an evil genius. Like, yes. he says every hands at the phone. So funny. So good. He is hilarious. Yeah. Lil Rel. Lil Rel is. Yeah. Oh, he's he's brilliant. Um, So then we go back to Chris. And Chris watches another video, but it's not a video. It's a live feed yep. of Jim Hudson yep. in, like, surgery garb. Mm-hmm. And Jim explains what's going to happen to him. Yep. That basically he's being transplanted. His body is going to be hijacked by Jim Hudson's brain. Yep. He will be a passenger or an audience. He will be in the sunken place forever. Forever. Yeah. Oh my God. That's fucking creepy. When he even asks why black people and then Jim doesn't have a good answer for it. No. No, he really I mean, doesn't. Because Jim himself is like, I don't care who it is. Yeah. I'm going blind. I want eyes. Yeah. Um, instead of getting like eyes, I mean, you right. can't get transplant eyes. I mean, you can. Yeah, but yeah, Hence, yeah. Detective, Mon- not detective. Why Mon- do that when you can have just a whole in a, a whole new body, a right. young, a young uh, hot body? body. Yeah. But as I was, we were after we we're talking. I said because pro- because like in, in true crime, when you're talking about like black prostitutes, is they are considered the less dead. Yeah. Because no one's looking for them, and no right. one cares. Please don't care. Right. So it's the same sort of situation. They're just not prostitutes. Black people, think about, think, go back and think about all the people that you, all the fucking white women yeah. who go missing and it's like a fucking nationwide goddamn, like, yeah. you know, man. Natalie Hallow- Holloway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's for like, example, it's like there was for that a bitch for years. Yeah. But there's, you know, black people go missing every goddamn day. But and we talked about. Yes, we talked about Anthony Soul. Yeah. Um, who was one of. One of, unfortunately, Cleveland's serial killers. Yeah. If you look up Anthony Soul, S O W E L L, uh, for any non Northeastern Ohioers out there that Ohio Ohioans Ohioans, yeah. fuck me. Uh, for any listeners that happen to be In not Ohio from Northeastern area. Ohio, yeah. Uh, look up Anthony Soul. He killed eleven. Yeah, sounds right. Upwards of eleven. Yeah. They well, they found. Eleven heads, but ten bodies. I believe. Great. In the walls, in the floors, in the backyard, in buckets in the living buckets room, buckets just everywhere. And of no one these cared poor women because they were black black prostitutes. prostitutes. Most of them, not all, but most no, of but them. It, or a lot of them were drug addicts. Right. A lot of them, you know, and he was they like were coming to him for drugs, too. right? Yeah. Drugs or money or yeah. you know for yeah. a favor or whatever. Because yeah, I don't think he was actually having sex with them. I no. don't think they got that far. I don't. But no. like, soon as the police walked into this motherfucker's house, they were like, 
holy shit, it stinks, like dead bodies. Oh, there's well, one. Because there were like, weeks and weeks and weeks of complaints to police about no the stench. And no one did a fucking thing. thing because they were like, oh, it's a sausage factory down the road. Right. Oh, and the sausage factory, like, no, that ain't us. Well, I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer, no one cared. No one cared because they were black people. Or they were, a lot of them were also, like, no one was white in the groups that he he targeted. Usually he was Indonesian or black, but still, like, no one cared. They were all minorities. Yeah. 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 It's disgusting. So it's the same thing here. That's why, that's why they're picking black people. Right. And in that same, so in that same um, article, in, in that same um, review, movie review that we were talking about, why can't I pronounce this right? Tus- Tuskegee? Tuskegee. Tuskegee? Mm-hmm. So I'll read another uh, excerpt from this uh, movie review. Uh, most noted, so, uh, uh, Viewers discover the Armitages have been luring African Americans to their home for quite some time and harvest and harvesting their bodies basically for personal benefit. While this practice might seem far fetched to some, unfortunately, this practice of treating blacks as property and commodities is not without historical precedent. Most notably of these instances is perhaps the Tuskegee Tuskegee syphilis. Fuck me. Tuskegee syphilis study in which African-American male participants were not informed of the true nature of the experiment or provided appropriate treatment for their illness. Another example of the illegal and unethical treatment of blacks is the story of Henrietta Lacks, whose cells were harvested without Mm -hmm. her knowledge or permission. These cells have come to be known as HeLa cells, and their contributions to medical and scientific understanding are immeasurable. A lesser-known example involves James Marion Sims, who's often referred to as the father of modern gynecology. Sims performed repeated non-consenting operations on enslaved black women in his fanatical attempts to cure uh, vesicovaginal fistula. Yes. Yeah. There's a dollop on that one, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, There's a dollop on that. Yeah. that's, That's when you just go... Okay. Mm, <laughs> oh, white people are the worst. Yes. Um, How can you not? Soft yes on white genocide. Anyhow. Oh my God. <laughs> um. Yeah. So who would go? Who would? Who would look for anybody if they're taking these black people as a vessel? As a vessel, who would miss them? No one's gonna. Who's gonna miss Espe- Chris? Who's gonna miss Chris because he has Rod Rose but- is all he has, right? Other than his friend Rod, right? And his and, dog. And we show that it doesn't matter if Ron and his dog, oh, oh. Sid, right? Yeah. yeah. If, Sid. If, if, he goes, if he goes to the police, no one's going to believe him. Right. So, because, I mean, Ron, though, does kind of go in the, maybe not the best I mean, way. Right. But he goes in, he's like. He's very Ron about it. He's very Ron. He's like, he takes him out to this party with all these white people. <laughs> Which, <laughs> like. And he's always he he's also only getting pieces of the story. And from he's like, Chris you know those too. white people and all those sex slaves, right? <laughs> so funny. It's very funny. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! So oh, so this was great. Yeah. So after being explained this procedure, Chris looks down at the at the arm at the armchair, and it is old looking and and scratched up, mm-hmm. and it's cushioned. So there's like little cotton pieces coming out and it's scratched up. 
Then we cut to Bewitz in his surgical garb. <laughs> Lighting candles making it all sexy. Lighting candles! Why? Yeah, and he's got this, like, so he's got um, Stephen Root underneath. Yes. Under, like, he's cutting into his Stephen Root's head. Head. Yeah. Taking out his brain. Yeah. Yeah, he actually he takes the <laughs> takes the brain case off. He takes the yeah. skull off, and he's waiting. He's, he's thinking, waiting on Jeremy to go downstairs Jeremy. and get Chris. Jeremy, where are you, Jeremy? <laughs> uh, during the procedure, Chris escapes. Um, this was awesome. So, because part of what's part of what's keeping Chris down is the teacup. Yeah. It's the sound of the teacup. Yep. And he knows that sound is an issue. So uh, we, all we see is Jeremy come downstairs and see, at first see Chris kind of pass out on the chair. And then we just cut to Jeremy. Then all of a sudden, Chris attacks Jeremy with a fucking bocce ball. Yeah, he does. Or some shit. It's a bocce ball. It was a bocce ball. Mm-hmm. And This is a game room. Oh, right. The game room. He attacks Jeremy with a bocce ball and takes cotton out of his ears. And you're like, fucking yes! Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. smart motherfucker, yes! I would not have thought of that. Um, <laughs> and that's when we both die in a movie. Yes, exactly. That's where I would die. Um, and then he runs upstairs. There's There was also, above the TV, there was a, a deer head. Yeah, there was. Uh, a buck. A nice 10-point buck. buck. Yep. <laughs> and he runs upstairs as Bewitz is looking for Jeremy. And he stabs Bradley Whitford. Right in the fucking neck. Oh, right and in the so, neck with yeah. the fucking deer horns. It was so good. And so Dean goes, like, stumbling into the operating room and pulls over... I, just we had to rewind and go yes, back because we we're did. Like, How did it start on fire? It's suddenly sudden, on fire now. Apparently there were candles in the operating room. Because he's fucking room. candles. Like it's like a candlelight dinner that he's like he's got some ambiance going. Whatever. I need to let some candles when I slide into somebody's brain. It just doesn't work for me unless I'm in the mood. I need the candlelight. <laughs> I need at least I need to have a ambience. half. I need to have a half a boner at least to yeah, be like cutting into right, someone's brain. Right. Half a half a. Stiffy. Something. Mm-hmm. So Half he knocks over a candle and the operating room lights on fire. And who's the next boss? <laughs> who's the next boss he's got to fight? Um, it is actually... It it's is... Missy. It is Missy. And she's, she's... They both find... It, they both locate the teacup. They both put eyes on it at the same time. And it's time. on like a, a, coffee, a coffee table. And, they, and, and they're both, both lunching for, for it. it. However... Um... She has it first. She has the letter opener first, right? Yeah. The yes. letter opener, yeah. And, he, and, and so Missy grabs a letter opener and starts going at Chris with it. And he turns her he- hand around and just puts that right in the side of her head. Oh, we don't sweet. see that, unfortunately. I yeah, wish he did. smashes the teacup and she comes at him with the letter opener. But he, first of all, she puts it right through his fucking hand and he did oh, not. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, she put it right through his fucking hand and he did not. Nary a sound. Uh, he was didn't done. He, make. he was ru- he was oh, done he with was the Armitage estate. Over it. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh, that was such an incredible moment. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I would have been screaming my fucking head off yeah. in pain. Yeah. But he was just his adrenaline was so up. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And then we've got another boss. So one more Jer- boss. Jeremy wasn't. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy wasn't dead. Jeremy. Jeremy's alive. And so they're fighting again. 
And uh, this point, fucking Chris is done, and he just stabs oh, yeah. him in the He's leg with it. a fucking with a with a um a dart. And then, <laughs> holy shit, he fucking Robert De Niro curb stomps him yes. in the head like several times. Yeah, like motherfucker dead. Yeah, yeah, gotta be. Got and it. we don't even see it. We don't see for it for a reason, probably. We just see the curbs. <laughs> we see the leg going up, and we're just like cheering, like yeah, you get that kid toucher. Um, <laughs> you get um, that Culkin reject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bathing suit area. That's what I'm gonna call him. Bathing suit area. Um, but he does steal his. Of course, of course, he has. Doesn't he have like a uh, a Firebird or something like that? Oh no, he had a fucking Porsche. Is that what it was? Yeah. He's he gets in the Porsche and drives away. And as soon as he drives away, there's Georgina right in the middle of the goddamn road. Oh my god! And he hits Georgina. He hits her, and he's like. <sighs> He's talking to himself. Just like, go, just go, just go, just go. Get out, get out, get out, get out, just go. And but he can't yeah, let himself. He can't. And so he puts her in the car, and at that moment, Rose comes out of the house with a shotgun. And she says, Grandma. Oh my God. And then all then the it hits us all come together. There was a reason they couldn't bear they to let them let go. Him go. Is because Walter, Walter's and grandpa, and Georgina, Georgina is, is grandma. grandma. Yep. So, whew. holy fucking shit. Yep. And so, at some point, Georgina <laughs> wakes the fuck up real quick. Yeah, and she starts losing her goddamn mind because she's like, grandma. Yeah, she's not Georgina. And she, yeah, and she knows that the house is on fire. What you do to my house? Yeah, and she's freaking out. And this is where we also realize that uh, Walter's hat and Andre's ha- or Logan's hat mm-hmm. and then and Georgina's wig, wig all cover incision scars. That's yes. why they're wearing all, like, especially Logan wearing that goofy hat. Yeah. Like he's going to like a Kentucky Derby party. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, as Walter. Okay. So then. Oh, um. How do they get this? How does the car? Oh, the car crashes. Car crashes because she's going crazy. Yeah. So, um, he gets out of the car. Yes. Because here comes crazy, crazy pants. Crazy McGay. Yeah. Rose. And she starts shooting at the, the tires and shit on the car. Yeah. So he gets out and then here comes Walter. Running. And she's Running. like, get him, get him grandpa. grandpa. It's kind of a Texas Chainsaw moment. Yes, it was great. <laughs> Grandma, so, so good with the sledge. Walter's got Chris on the ground. Chris remembers what happened with Logan from yeah. earlier. And on the ground, reaches for his phone in his pocket, takes a flash f- photo of him. Mm-hmm. So the flash distracts Walter. Yeah. Oh, Walter this- stops. He gets up. He grabs... The shotgun. He says, I want to do it. Let me do it. Oh, yeah. He grabs, the, takes the shotgun from Rose and says, let me do it. Turns to Chris. Then turns back at Rose and shoots her right in the fucking stomach. Worst place to get shot. Yep. You are not surviving that. No. Not- also, it takes longer to die and it hurts a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Real bad. Real bad. Well, after shooting Rose, Walter looks at Chris and shoots himself in the head. Holy shit, what a powerful moment. Yeah. 
Oh my god. So many, I mean that moment is has a thousand words in it. Yeah. Well, you know? and then Rosie is still alive. And somehow, so, somehow still... Chris goes over to choke the life out of her yeah. and he just, he can't like, he realizes like for one he's in, then I think he realizes by doing this, he is actually like, he's like them that. And he's not at this point, not trying to defend himself. Yes. He would be actively killing. Her. He would be actively killing somebody. And so he can't do it. And yeah. So as he's, but just as he's what, just fucking... as he gets up, police car, <laughs> we are like oh, no. oh i know we because both were like fuck no because no rose starts going help help because she's gonna right. play it off like she's right you know this like black she man was attacked yeah and what do we see on that car tsa bitches <laughs> because rod has it's rod oh man rod rod comes to the fucking rescue, rescue. Oh uh, my gosh! And, <laughs> and they get in the car and they start driving away. And what does Rod say? Oh my God. After some seconds of silence, Rod, it's almost like he's like, "I don't want to say it, I, but I gotta." But I have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I told you not to come out of here. <laughs> I, told I told you not, you not, not to go to. in the house. <laughs> and. Scene. Oh, this movie was so good. Yes. So good. Um, this was awesome. Uh, final thoughts on this movie. Creepy. Because we haven't even really gotten to the racism part of this. I mean, we have a little bit, but we haven't really gotten into why would we want to do this and why why is this culturally um, important, do you think? I mean, that's a huge question. I know. I know it's kind of like, I, I think, I for one it was it was groundbreaking because it was a uh, what one of the first uh, critically accepted horror movies like yes. critically acclaimed horror movies which is horror movie across the board across the board besides like Silence of the Lambs yeah which to me we yeah. can actually have a conversation I think it's a, that's the a psychological well, Get Out was nominated for Oscars right well so it was Silence of the Lambs I won. Yes. But I will I will actually say that, yes, while Silence is a more of a psychological thriller than it is probably a horror movie, yeah. but this one is a well, fucking and this, horror movie. I don't know. See, this is, to me, this was more of a psychological thriller than compared uh, to Us. Us, oh, had, yeah. us, us had a lot a more gore. Yeah, yeah, that's straight this up is, horror. Well, though, I mean, like, there's horror in the thought of, I mean, I don't really worry too much about Buffalo Bill coming for me. And there's some gory bits in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. When, when there's yeah, some gore. Lecter, Lecter kills that police officer. And mm-hmm. comes, yeah. He does, a, he does a Thanksgiving with the. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think relevance. Hi. Uh, I think cultural relevance, though. I mean, it, it's. Hey, it's about fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. That there was, you know, like there's so many, so many. Horror movies with all white people. Yeah. And, and like, this is the and first why. movie where a black person didn't die first. Right. <laughs> I mean, if we're looking at it, Jeremy dies first. No, uh, Dean dies first. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Be wits. 
Peewits. Peewits. Please come on our podcast. Please come on me. Anyway. <laughs> Please come on my face. <laughs> <That's funny>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're class. Again, I'm glad my mom doesn't listen to this. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, there... I think I don't think we're gonna add anything to what has already been said about this no. movie. No, no, we're we are not. No, no, nothing's gonna mean like it's us an amazing. Movie. Basic basic white bitches yeah, are they, not. Our PSL, <laughs> us PSL bitches are right. right. Exactly. You know, fall bitch. We're just fall bitch. <laughs> However, I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I like I said at the beginning, I watched this first and I and I don't think I was in the right frame of mind to yeah. watch it. Like not that I was like, oh fucking whatever, but I'm just like I I'm glad I watched it now when the hype kind of died down a bit. Yeah, I think that might have been it because I watched it around the time when the Oscars came out. Yeah. Because like, it, was, it was pretty much like it came out because it came out in October. Right. And then it was like Oscar season. So it wasn't, it was around that hype. And um, right. And I, I guess I just didn't want to fall into the hype, too. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't really see what's here. Well, and I think it was tough, too, because Jordan Peele is known for Key and Peele at the time. Right. So we're thinking, like, where's the comedy? Right. Bring it, funny man. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. He can do. Look, a lot of people, I will say this all the time. A lot, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of comedians <laughs> tend to be great dramatic actors. Yeah. Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, Jordan P. Like they tend to be really really great dramatic actors because people that tend to come from tragedy have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of comedians are depressed as fuck. Yes. So, yes. But the other thing here too was I think when I saw it the first time, again, not being in this in the mind space is I think this this movie ratchets up if you are a black person. I think being a white person, I unfortunately, it doesn't hit as hard for me, right? Because I haven't had those experiences, and and there's my privilege, right, on my shoulder, and I I am acknowledging that, but I'm saying like, it wasn't as I can imagine as a black person watching this, it would be fucking terrifying. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Because probably they're probably thinking this could fucking happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I necessarily don't think it could happen. I mean, scientifically, I don't think so. Scientifically, can't. <laughs> It'd be hard with the brain. Um, but like you know, I I think that there's like there, <laughs> black people have some seen some shit. Yeah. Let's just say that, and they're probably like a ton. Fucker, of course, this a ton. Probably fucking happen. Yeah. Ugh. So there was that other part to me, but then watching it again with you and then just really sitting down and like catching all the little nuances that we, I didn't get the first time was so refreshing and so enjoyable. So this was so just, just amazing. Yeah. And I didn't want Yeah. I didn't want to want it to be hyped. I wanted to just watch it straight. Right. Without all that outside noise and just enjoy it for for itself. Well, and I think that's what's really interesting about like us is because I actually did like when I first because I saw us in the movie theater and I liked us more than I liked Get Out. And watching this now, I mean, I like, I, I like them both equally, yeah, honestly. Yeah. But I'm actually excited to see Note because I'm like, 
from what I inter- remember, I know it did almost get decent. nothing. About I don't it. either. I know aliens. I know that's almost, all I know. Yeah, that's all, that's I, all know. I know. I know almost nothing, and yep. I'm excited about it. Yeah, and you think he has so much pressure mm-hmm. to like, well, you did this, you got to do another one, and it's got to be. And us comes out of the fucking, you know, um, the gate. Oh my gosh! Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong. Very. Um. So I mean, I'm excited. Anywho. All right, so now that we talked for almost two hours. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think we, there was, we, we have enjoyed There was a lot one. to say. We also enjoy. I mean, I, my notes, my notes for us are about five pages long, so. Oh, mine are not, so. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I went through every goddamn thing, so. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so we're, we're going to do our rec- ratings. Or ratings, and then we're going to take a break, and then this will be part one. Yeah, probably. I'll, I'll release them on the same hours. day, but they'll just be two parts. Yeah. So you don't, you don't, we don't bore your ear holes. Seriously. Yeah. All right. So ratings. Go blood and gore. How many blood droplets? Two. Yeah, I would say two. Nah, I would say one. It wasn't gory at all. Really, yeah, all the gore that the, happened was just, just at the, the end with the brain thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're probably Blood right. Blood and gore, there wasn't... Yeah, you know, like, one. You're probably right. Um, Spooky scary. Three. Yeah, definitely three. Yeah. I said three as well. Yeah. Like, that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, sex and nudity, there was none. Nope. Uh, so we're not even gonna... Meh. Unless you talk about how I wanted to ride be with Wanted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Wanted there to be some sex. <laughs> Um, Cole Blackhearts, fun and entertainment. How did you enjoy it? Well, part of it was watching with you. Oh. So that was fun. No. Oh, I'm going to say four. Me too. Yeah. yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Enjoyed. It was a great, a great, scary movie. It was a yeah. great, scary movie. Yeah. That I twist, mean, it, when that twist comes in and I got to watch you watch that twist. Oh my God. My brain. Because <laughs> I knew, I knew it was coming and I was like, oh. <laughs> like I can't I can't I would have loved to see your expression when the twist comes in <laughs> us oh yeah you should have seen my face yeah because oh, I remembered the twist and I was like oh that's right yeah yeah coolio awesome all right so we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back in another episode in another episode <laughs> <laughs> peace